and the bronze medal to Molly McCann's elbow. Again, tone it down on the 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 celebrating there. You you knocked out literally a no name that they put in there for you to knock out, mm-hmm. but you still did it. Yeah, and it made that crowd fucking roar. Sure did. Yeah, roared loud enough to have Katy Perry hear it. <laughs> I love seeing the disappointment on your face and hearing it in the silence of the podcast. <laughs> no, we can't do a roar joke, Katy Perry. No, it's, it's is it not Katy Perry? Is that no? Why it is. It okay. is. Yeah, uh, she was married to Russell Brand. He's English. Hey, that brings us back to UFC Fight Night London. That's a that's a professional connection, folks. What's uh what's going on? Welcome to the Pretty Neat Podcast. Yeah, I'm one of your two hosts for the day. Mm-hmm. I my name is Tiago Santos. I'm Tamir Valiev. <laughs> nice to meet you, Tamir. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> you could pass for Tamir Valiev. <laughs> uh no. Maybe no. if I was born in like some uh like the country of Georgia or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, this card. So good. When we recap events and the recaps of the events. It was so good. I'm bringing them up the results right now. Yeah. Um, because I want to share them on the screen. It was one of the best fight nights they've had. Easily. If if not the best, I mean, we'd have to, that maybe that's like a off week topic or something, but pretty Ooh, good I'd, card. I'd be into that. Yeah. I'd be definitely into that. Uh, we should just, we have to just do that in general. Let us know what you think at the pretty neat podcast.com. Where can, what can you find at the pretty neat podcast.com? You can find merch. You can oh. find everywhere you can stream the podcast. Yeah. Which is you, everywhere. If I'm not mistaken, which is pretty much fucking everywhere. It's pretty much everywhere. You can also find the mailbag, which is where you can get in touch with us and uh, tell us if you want to watch a fight companion or uh, listen to one. It'd be fun. I'd relive the fights. Yep. Uh, why don't we just start about well, we'll start at the very beginning of the night because every okay. there were nine wins and every single one they gave a bonus to except for a couple yes the nine finishes I'm sorry gave the nine finishes uh, but damn man this was a, a hell of a card your boy Tamir one of the one of the rare losers <laughs> of the card as far as uh i don't know jack shore looked pretty good i thought um oh yeah i i don't i don't really know what what that means for the division but yeah. 
Yeah. Bantamweight, man. Yeah. It, it Bantamweight like, is a weird one. It's weird right now for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, light heavyweight's not weird though. No. <laughs> uh, so uh, your initial reactions in the, during this re-recap. Yeah. Um, let me, <laughs> let me actually just, instead of initial reaction, let me just go to my reaction when it happened, uh, which was, I believe, and I'm looking back, holy fuck, Paul Craig. Um, <laughs> yeah. So the, the issue, I mean, that's one of the best triangles you're ever going to see. Um, and if you go back and watch it, you don't have to, it's just what a three minute, uh, just about a four minute fight. Right. Um, he was just looking for it the whole time. He was so comfortable on his back and he knew you, you, he's like a, like a Python. Literally you give me a millimeter of, of space and it's over. And he, man, he clamped that thing on and that was it. Yeah, man. Falling into a Paul Craig guillotine or Paul Craig triangle is so easy. A caveman can do it. (laughs) Now what's, what's more interesting about this now? Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Um, Looks like a caveman joke. (laughs) Sorry. You're about to say is that might be one of the earliest jokes on this show. If memory serves, (laughs) I'm having like a weird moment of deja vu. Um, I did too. Now, the issue is Paul Craig took some shots that if you take those from a number of guys ahead of him in the rankings, the fight doesn't end that way. The fight ends with Herb Dean or whoever pushing the other guy off of him probably after two shots too many, right? Um, But man, grapple with him at your own risk. I, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. Yeah. Well, let's 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 do this. Mm-hmm. Paul Craig is eighth now in the yep. middleweight rankings in the the middleweight spankings. Mm-hmm. Light uh, heavyweight. Light heavyweight. Yep. Two hundred five. Yep. So in descending order, Tiago Sant. Uh, sorry, Dominic Reyes, Tiago Santos, Anthony Smith, who he called out, uh, Magomed Ankalaev, who also called out Anthony Smith, Alexander Rakic, who. Anthony Smith called out Yuri Prohaska, Jan Blahowicz, and of course the champ Glover. Um, I, Paul has a great chance against any of these guys. Yeah, but he also has a great chance of getting knocked out. You take two again. Let Tiago yes. Santos hit you with those shots. It's over. Mm-hmm. Yet let Jan hit you with that. I mean, his hands like a club. You know. Yeah, Paul so. Craig closing in and getting a spinning elbow from Yuri. That's it. Not not a good not a good time. Yeah. Who do you think he should fight next? Do you think that should be Anthony Smith? Sure. I do too. And I think he beats him. That Paul Craig beats the last Anthony Smith I saw. Yeah. Even though the last Anthony Smith I saw was a winner. Yes. Yeah. Dang man. Well, that was a fun that was a fun one for yep. sure. Uh I got to say while he was getting his head bounced up and down like a basketball on the canvas, I was lur- I was worried for him. But as soon as the triangle got thrown, it was over. Mm-hmm. It was just like, oh, well, if he's not unconscious, that's the end of the fight. That's correct. Uh, man. Then we had some fun heavyweights that ended mm-hmm. with a nice KOTKO. Yep. Sergey Pavlovich. And is a 
is a is a nice little freight train. Sure. Uh, I don't think he's got anything in terms of the top fifteen yet. Well, he's eleventh now. Yeah, but again, after like Stipe in the heavyweight rankings, it kind of doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, what? Well, we'll get to Tom. Yeah. 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 Uh, yes, we will. I have some crow to eat in a sense. <laughs> well, we'll get to the main card, and we'll kind of. I will, we'll probably get through these faster than we think. Uh, I mean, Ilya Tapura's knockout was pretty impressive, although sure. he was getting a little bit beat up. Mm-hmm. Molly McMahon, geez, that spinning elbow in round three. Yeah, that was a strange fight. I was kind of not into how excited Molly McCann was. Um, <laughs> Me too. <laughs> it's like, like, hey, it was a great spinning elbow, back elbow, and Luana Carolina was out cold. Mm-hmm. Can I get enough emphasis on that? Cole? I mean, she was, that is as unconscious as unconscious gets. Yeah. And she was pretty much, she was out warm walking around before that moment too. Cause it was, she was getting lit up. Yeah. Super, super lit up. Yeah. It looked like two different sports. Yeah. And, uh, but I am happy. I'm not the only one that, was kind of there with like the yo is this really that big of a deal Molly? it, it like, sure isn't um so in that flyweight division for women mm-hmm. molly's still not ranked and i think that's fair but i would like to see her get a shot at somebody who is ranked yeah um i mean she gets absolutely diced into pieces by valentina right now but like, yep. go ahead and bring that super aggressive, weird shit at, at Valentina Shevchenko. Let me know how that goes for you. Yeah. I think if I had my way of it, it would be uh, Manon Foireau. She yeah, just right, won right there in that 11 ago. to 13 range yeah, is good. 13. Even Macy Barber. Test them both. Macy Barber would be another good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like those calls. Uh, it was nice to see Gunnar Nelson win again. Sure. <clears throat> Although never not nice uh, easily the most boring fight on that card easily. on the main card yeah. yeah yeah a lot of a lot of the ground game and i guess now we're talking about the last three fights yeah let's do arnold allen and dan hooker first i'm in you first um arnold allen fights once a year at most mm-hmm. sixth in the division works for him mm-hmm. uh is is that is that the end of dan hooker i think it might be if he loses another one okay <laughs> i don't know what his contract looks like do you no uh, i believe dana white said his future is up to him dana white had a comment on it recently so dan hooker in a row if i'm not mistaken lost to michael chandler via knockout uh he got obliterated by uh uh Makachev mm-hmm. and then was pretty much obliterated by Arnold Allen. Yep. That's a that's three tough fights, but mm-hmm. uh I don't know. I don't know where he I don't know <laughs> you where know, he because, goes. Because he cut back down to featherweight also um for the first time in a while 
Yeah. Just that extra 10 pounds. He reminded me of when TJ Dillashaw got the shit beat out of him by Henry Cejudo. Uh, like, just punch after punch after punch. And he, okay. He looked tired early. Mm-hmm. He looked slow. I don't think he's a factor at featherweight or at lightweight, unfortunately for him. He's a talented fighter, but yeah, he's, I think Hooker has entered the, um, the bunny ranch. He's just going to be permanent there in the, in the, uh, the mid range. Okay. <laughs> he's, he's silver tier at the bunny ranch of hookers. Isn't that uh, a hooker place? Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> okay. I was like, where is that joke going? <laughs> I don't know. They have tears, apparently. I guess I'm right. making it up as we go along. Let's have somebody like from it. the uh, bunny farm or whatever it is come on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of coming on the podcast, P- Patty fucking Pimblet. Yeah, I don't know what to say about Patty Pimblet. Okay, he's fun and he's exciting. Uh and I think he's awesome for playing the Sean O'Malley game of not fighting anybody in the 15. Okay. And getting main events. Like, uh-huh. why, why fucking put the risk in and lose when you can make more money? And, and when you're not being paid <laughs> to f- like a top 15 guy. And he also signed a big deal with Barstool, if I'm not mistaken. A six-figure, seven-figure deal with Barstool. So he's... He doesn't need the UFC's money. Um, you're not going to like where I'm going to go with with Patty Pimblet. Oh my! Are we going into the Dom Dome? We're this? we're <laughs> buckle up! Fuck yeah! We are Dom going Dom into the Dom Dome. So I think I think something um, about this card. I think that the British fighters were kind of given tomato cans. I think they wanted it to be, except for Aspinall, and we'll get there. Mm-hmm. But uh, Patty Pimblett was the biggest favorite favorite on the card. Part of that is because he's he's got some hype behind his name. Um, obviously, people are making the comparison to Conor McGregor. I think we like him stateside because he's got the funny hair, and he kind of has a funny name, and his nickname is Terrible. And he's... <laughs> He he dances around like a 1992 schoolboy or something. Um, <laughs> he, Patty's back. All yeah, right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I I don't I don't know I don't know. He is in a just killer division. Yeah, just such a tough division. It's, and it's... you know, I, there's been some talk from the like less initiated fans who want to see him fight someone like Darius or Makachev or Poirier. I mean, come on, <laughs> come on. I was he's, about to say the exact same thing. He's not ready for that. And hopefully no. he knows it. And I think the UFC knows it, which is good, but um, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's pretty obvious. Kazula Vargas doesn't have a lot of ground experience. Even yep. I know not to give up my back like that. Not that I could stop Patty Pimblet from taking it, but you know what I mean. Yep. Um, go ahead and get down there with Char- Charles Oliveira. Let me let me know how that goes for you. Or even Tony Ferguson, right? I, I just think it's a different outcome. Um, I don't know yeah. if someone in the top 15 is next for him. I, I think he could see two fights before he gets to the top 15. Yeah. But 
I don't, I don't know. Anytime there's a lot of hype behind someone, I sort of, my in my inclination is to like push back on it, but mm-hmm. minus six seventy five is a pretty aggressive favorite. If we're yeah. being honest. Yeah. And I, I am not, you're not alone in the feeling that the London fighters with exception to Tom Aspinall, I think we're given some gimme fights there. Mm-hmm. Some, some, some tomato cans, as you said, uh, tomato Uh, cans is a boxing term yeah yes kind of the warmer uppers you know build your record um but the idea of patty pimblett fighting justin gaethje is like no are you kidding me (laughs) that's what i do to that yeah like it's justin (laughs) gaethje is about to fight for the fucking title could we respect justin gaethje a little bit hell yeah we can yeah and that's what I'm saying is like Patty Pimblett is fun. And like you said, funny looking Americans want to watch him dance like a silly man and, and talk like the Beatles. Um, but he's not fighting anybody anywhere near the top 10 with any chance. Not right now. No. He gets hit. Yep. Absolutely. Gets and hit Vargas basically sat him down mm-hmm. and that does not work. If you're nope. in that top 10 range, it just doesn't. Even Connor, let Connor crack you like that. Yeah. It's, that's how the fight ends, you know? Yeah. Worked for Aldo. I sure <laughs> did. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I'm not, a, I'm not entirely on the hype train, but I am on the entertained train. Sure. And I don't get me wrong. Similar to Hamza Chemaev and Sean O'Malley, um, it seems that they have learned from the Darren Till thing you can't push someone too fast and so they're, they've slowed it down which is good um islam makachev same thing he's a little further progressed than those guys but even still um so i think there's right so there's like johnny walker and and darren till there's probably a couple of other guys that got pushed super fast super hard and it, it just fell apart for them um mm-hmm. you know i are you are you implying that zero gone is the same thing no um you could potentially make the argument for cyril i suppose except that i mean he diced up Derek lewis and that's not easy to do um and uh alexander volkov so um all, all of that to say i think that the the patty thing is fun we'll see um just we need to Justin Gaethje. That's a whole different can of worms. I'm just throwing out other lightweights up at the top there, bud. But other people have said it, right? People have said, "Oh, he should fight Gaethje." No, he shouldn't. There, there is a real, <laughs> there is a real chance that that Patty has never even trained with someone of Justin Gaethje's skill. Yeah, like literally never been in the gym with him, much less actually like sparred or rolled with him. So. You know, let's pump the brakes on that a little bit. Justin Gaethje's a whole other can of worms. I don't think that can of worms is going to open anytime soon. I sure hope not. That tomato can of worms. And it's in the UFC's best interest not to because they make the same amount of money whether he fights Kazula Vargas or fights Benil Dariush. Mm -hmm. The same amount of people tune in to see him. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, there's no reason... To rush it. Is his next fight a pay-per-view? 
Maybe, or maybe he's like the featured prelim. No, yeah. I think he's a main card guy at this. Maybe he opens the main card. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Just yeah. like Sugar Sean did. Yep. Against uh, uh, the green tomato can, Chris yeah. Moutinho. That's right. <laughs> he who shall not be named, Chris Moutinho. Yeah. Hey, man, uh, I'm not going to say that Tom Aspinall has the has no chance against Nganu. Uh I'll say but, it. <laughs> fair enough uh but he made volkov look easy uh yes he did. easier than almost anybody else cyril yep. went five rounds with volkov yes Derek lewis did too before he knocked him out with a few seconds left that's right now Derek lewis was comfortably losing that fight but go on mm-hmm. and then he won mm-hmm. so oh yeah so uh Volkov washed and Aspinall's awesome or just Aspinall's that awesome? Um, Cause I think Volkov's a little washed too myself. Well, let's, if we just do, I mean, man, Volkov is an active fighter, right? So mm-hmm. uh, he breathes Verdum in 18 loses to Derek Lewis. That's the one you, you talked about literally 12 seconds left in that fight. And he was losing mm-hmm. uh, beats Greg Hardy. Looks like a no contest with Curtis Blades. Why does that sound so familiar? I it does not have a why. win on the on the UFC's website. Uh, yeah. He beats Walt Harris. He beats Overeem. He loses to Ciro Gan, then comes back and beats Marcin Tibera, and then loses loses on Saturday. So Volkov is is no walk in the park. And if you listen to to people who have trained with him, they say it is it is. I mean, he just never stops. And he's a bear and he's huge and he's kind of weirdly huge, right? Um, he's long, super skilled, super experienced. And Tom Aspinall just steamrolled him. Mm-hmm. It was merciful how quick it ended in some ways. It was. It really so, was. So from that se- from that standpoint, um, yeah, I, I it just... <laughs> doing that to a guy like alexander volkov when we've seen fighters who are who are i'm not going to say much much better than than tom aspinall but a guy like cyril gone and even Derek lewis that was not a walk in the park for them and tom aspinall just just yeah. steamrolled him yeah it was so impressive yeah he's got momentum he's young he's 27 Mm-hmm. Um, any heavyweight with jujitsu like that is a is a is a problem. Yeah, right. Nobody has a submission game like him that's better than his. That's ranked above him until John's there. You know. Yeah. Maybe maybe Stipe is a better wrestler. Um, maybe Ty is is a better, just you know, sort of pure power guy. Cyril's probably a better kickboxer, but Aspinall kind of does all of it. Yeah. I don't think he can beat Francis right now. I don't think he can beat Cyril. I don't think he beats Stipe, but he's he's right there in that discussion. You, you last week were not wrong. Yeah. Well, we're going to be looking at the upcoming fights, which uh, which have some implications because uh, Chris Duckhouse or Duckhouse yeah. or whatever. Is it Daukus? Daukus. I think it is. Oh, yeah. Chris Daukus. They say Daukus. Um He's ninth, and he's fighting Curtis Blade, who's number That's four. Right. That's this weekend. 
Um, and Tom's right in the middle. Uh, maybe he fights the winner of that. Maybe. I think if it's Curtis Blades, for sure. Um, yeah. If Dalkis wins, then then maybe Aspinall jumps all the way up to tie to Avasa. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I think that's fun. Yeah. But damn, man, that was a great Saturday. It was a really say. good set of fights, for sure. It really was. A good showcase for the UFC. And it was in the morning, so I was yep. like doing stuff around the house. Yeah, got shit done. It was great. I agree. Well, we have some fights coming up this weekend. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the PNP picks. I haven't even looked at this fucking card. I'm I'm skimming it as we go. Um, There's a couple of interesting prelims. There are a couple of interesting prelims, like Neil Magny and Max Griffin. Yeah, another, well, Magny is not a a first name. I like Neil Magny, Mm -hmm. and I want him to fight Jeff Neal. Yeah. Which they did, (laughs) but, you know, didn't they fight? I'm pretty sure we had fun with that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Manon, like we were mm-hmm. just saying, she's coming up. Uh, a ranked flyweight bout before that. Yep. And I mean, the second prelim is a ranked flyweight bout. Yeah, that's that's, that's not nothing for sure. It's not. This yeah. is going to be exciting. Mm-hmm. Got some Russians. Makes sense. Now, this main card, kind of same idea. Um Alexi Olenek is making his once every, you know, a, a once every other week fight appearance, it feels like. Um, <laughs> no longer ranked at heavyweight, fighting a, a man named Elir Latifi. Oh, man, Elir Latifi. I like to call him the human ninja turtle. The sledgehammer. He does kind of look like a ninja turtle. What's the, what's the story on him? Oh, boy. I mean, he was a light heavyweight, long time. Very much a Yoel Romero type. Stocks explodes but other than that that's all he's got for you gas is real quick okay if it stays standing he will gas so i actually think alexa is going to choke him out in the first or second round oh okay alir is the favorite um also notably a rare six fight main card yes it is i wonder why Ooh. okay so oscar oscarov <laughs> Which is almost as good as Magomed Magomed. <laughs> That's right. Uh, we've talked about very, very little. Um, and it's because he looks like every kid that you'd make fun of in high school if you weren't that kid in high school. Yes. And, um, but he's. He doesn't fight that much. He does not fight that much. Yeah. He's like Alan. Uh, in that way every year every year and a half maybe i think the most he fought was twice in one year twice in 2020 and last march yep and now he's fighting kaikara france obviously coming off that win against cody big win against cody and it's it's interesting that this because those are two names is behind matt brown and brian barbarina and joanne wood and alexa grasso yeah that's weird to me uh 
Is there any particular reason why? Why they're behind them or why I think it's weird? Why you think it's weird? It should at least flip the welterweight, flip with the welterweight fight that's not even two ranked guys. Frankly, in a division that neither of them has a prayer of winning anything in. So, okay. That's all. I can see where you're coming from. No, no disrespect. No. But, you know. Yeah. It's going to be a good one. Yeah. I'm looking forward to Matt Brown, Brian Barbarina. Okay. Yeah. Any thoughts on it? No. Just like uh, Matt Brown. He's immortal. Sure. I just don't think it matters. I mean, I guess you have to fill fights, but why? There's not even odds on it. They're both minus 110. Yeah. They're about they're gonna come out and and throw down, and it's gonna be a fight of the night. It's gonna be either a fight of the night or a performance of the night. Okay. It's gonna be one or the two. I would I would put that in there. Joanne Wood and Alexa Grasso. Mm-hmm. Wood and Grass. <laughs> It's a fight for all botany fans out there. Uh, (laughs) The rare rare, uh, botany enthusiast and mixed martial arts enthusiast. That'd be pretty neat. (laughs) I think some of them like a certain type of botany. Let's move on. Hey, there's Um, also Aspen Lad. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. You can tell she's Aspen by the way she is. is. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why this one is the co-main. That, you know, this might be where I would have put that oscar on sarav sure yeah kaikar france fight um i'm guessing just because they're long timers maybe i mean have we seen either of them recently i don't think so uh actually no wait joe wood lost in a replacement fight okay um i believe in her last outing either that or it was the fight right before that yeah, she lost. Oh, she's lost twice in a row. Twice in a row. Yep. To Murphy was the one that was basically for the contender spot, and Murphy took it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So we're gonna see what happens there. Man, I used to be such a big fan of JoJo. Okay. She just kind of lost the fire. Okay. <laughs> Maybe your name should be JoJo Firewood. Maybe. I don't know much about Alexa Grasso. Uh, from what I recall, more of a boxer. Uh, and if it stays boxing, she's gonna, she's probably gonna win. Yep. Uh, no odds on this one either. I can see why. Yeah. This is like a. This is like an M. I view this as an MMA fighter in Joanne Calder Calderwood. I shouldn't have called her Wood because her name is Wood, so I should have called her Wood. Um, JoJo is like a very well-rounded MMA fighter. She's a mixed martial artist, and Grasso's Mexican boxer. Okay, uh, she's got great jujitsu, but she's a fucking expert boxer. You think she stops her? I think there's a good chance of that, but I think it's going to be a jab fest and probably a decision. Okay. Unless Joe can take it to the ground, in which case I can see Joe winning with a slick rear naked or easy arm bar. Okay. Something basic. Because she'll go to the basics and she'll kick fucking ass at it. Then we get to the main event. Heavyweights. They're fun. Heavyweights are always fun. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, it seems unlikely to go to decision. You think so? Yeah. 
Why is that? Because I, I think... view Blades as a as a weighted blanket if he gets the chance. And uh, Chris there, Dawkins... there is maybe no better stat than the significant strikes. Uh, <laughs> while Dawkins vastly outlands him per minute. Mm-hmm. Blades only absorbs 1.65. Now he lands 3.44. Uh, Dawkins absorbs 3.51. So if you absorb the exact amount of significant strikes thrown by your opponent per minute, you, you could be in some trouble. <laughs> right? True. Just speaking mathematically, it seems like if you simulated this fight a thousand times, Curtis Blades wins the lion's share of them. And that's probably why he's a minus 380 favorite. Uh, mm-hmm. I was going to say 290. Dawkins is a plus 290. Um, now, look, Dawkins could win, mm-hmm. obviously, but he, he wins his fights by knockout at a 92% clip, and he, he lands a lot of strikes per minute. Volume heavyweights don't typically go the distance. Average fight time is three minutes and 25 seconds for him. Yep. To 10.35 for uh, Blades. Yeah. Yeah. I think that you're right. Curtis Blades wins this on paper. Yeah, Uh, all the MMA math says he wins this. And really, he should. He has a lot to lose. This would be a bad loss for him, especially the week after Tom Aspinall looked like that. Yeah. And Dacus has momentum. So it's one of those things where it's doubly bad because it it makes him look like shit. But Dacus immediately becomes more of a conversation piece with uh, Aspinall than blades ever would have like we were talking about yeah so docus lost to Derek lewis december 21 mm-hmm. um knocked out hard fucking cold yeah sure did uh beats abdurakmanov september of 21 beat Olenek <laughs> february of 21 um nascimento ferreria and then a guy named porter um not been in the UFC for too long. So uh, other than the loss to Derek Lewis, he's, he's never lost. I, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, this is not a, a difficult card to follow up the one last week. And this is the one that's in uh, Columbus, Ohio. That's right. Mm-hmm. So is Stipe going to be there? Probably. I would assume so. And then yeah. what a week off. And then we get, 273 which has a couple of fun uh, three just killer fights on that main card <laughs> and there's a great one on the prelims too couple actually yep our, our boy Dricus Duplessis <laughs> Duplessis whatever <laughs> um, Anthony Hernandez is fighting twice if you go to the UFC's website scroll down excuse I me hope, I hope he's getting paid twice Keep going, keep going. Okay, look, right there he is, and there he is. Go up. Yeah. Hey. I wonder if he knows he's fighting twice. Yeah, I hope so. Do you think maybe one of them fell out? I'm not sure. Hmm. Um, Hopefully it wasn't Drickus. Mickey Gall? Yeah, right? Mickey Gall's coming back. Pat Sabatini, Mark Madsen. Kay Hansen, didn't we see her? Uh, we did. We saw Kay Hansen fight, yeah. In Anaheim. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, she has that killer American flag Statue of Liberty uh, yes. uh, bald eagle tattoo. Yeah. 
the uh, the Mark Madsen Vince Pichelle fight is going to probably be pretty fun. I mean, Vince Pichelle looks like the first character you fight in Super Punch Out on NES. Sure, but uh, but either which way, these two are going to exchange, and it's going to be very fun. Uh, Mark Madsen's a super fucking wrestler, uh, so I'd expect to see him hold him down for the whole fight. But if it doesn't, it's going to be exciting. Yep. Mm-hmm. Irene Aldana and Aspen Ladder on there. That's an interesting bantamweight fight. Kelvin Gastelum, uh, Mackenzie Dern, Tisha Torres, uh, Gilbert Burns, Hamzat Shemaev, Sterling and Peter Yan. That'll be quick. And then uh, Volkanovski fighting the Korean Zombie. I mean, just uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> That'll be quick. <laughs> you think so? No, your your comment on Aljo. Oh yeah, Yoder Young. I mean, come on, we've seen that'll it. be quick. Um, <laughs> all due all due respect to to noted good guy and friend of the show, uh, Sam Alvey. Head kicks like that, I don't think should be legal. And sometimes you can't. You know, I, I love Sam, great dude, uh, fantastic co-host. But you can't let the fighters make the rules, right? It's like. It's like the reason we have three tiers of government. <laughs> you can't have mm-hmm. the executive telling the judicial what to do. You can't have the fighters making the rules. Um, mm-hmm. I actually think the best fight on this card is Gilbert Burns and Hamza Chimaev. Really? Yeah. I actually think you are probably onto something there. I think Gilbert Burns. Uh, I, I Now, I think that Chimaev is going to win as we sit here today. I want to be clear. but. Uh, that might, what is it? Minus 475, 425, and then plus 320 for Gilbert Burns. That is disrespectful. That is, is the number two ranked, welter, ranked welterweight in the world. And we, you can make a comfortable argument that he should get another shot at Kamaru. Mm-hmm. So let's show him some respect. Um, yeah. Having said that, I, I you know, Chimaev just might be a, a puzzle. I heard a story today, actually, on a different show that he uh, comfort- cons- consistently and often spars with heavyweights and has never lost a round ever. Hmm. So you hear stories like that, kind of like we heard about Sean Strickland. Um, you know, Gilbert Burns, good fighter, real good fighter. And. Yeah it's i'm just saying we you know it's not crazy a hundred bucks at plus 320 is not a crazy bet i would probably say in terms of money that my money would probably be on burns uh not like i think he's gonna win 100 percent, but right. at that at those odds yeah and then i mean i look at who he's beat you know, Gunner, one of the best grapplers, Maya, best submissions, Tyron, best washing board. Uh, and then he lost to Usman and he beat Wonderboy. Yeah. So, I mean, I really think if anybody really is going to stop the whole Khabib camp hype train. Yeah. It's going to be Burns. He's got a good shot. Well, it could be Kamaru. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think. I don't think Chimaya beats Kamaru right now. Um, I think if Burns acts like Tim Elliott, which I think he does. Maybe. That's what I think will happen. Gilbert Burns is no walk in the park. So 
that that's all. That's all I have to say about that. Again, I I think Jemaya will probably win. And look, we very well could clip this. He very well could just ragdoll him. He could. He also might not. Right. We've yep. seen guys that were supposed to ragdoll guys have to kind of grind it out. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. I just think yeah. it would be a mistake to overlook him. Now, I don't think Chemayev is going to overlook him. Um, I think he's he kind of is maniacal about his preparation, but even still. Yeah. Oh, and when, okay. Well, when Kamzat loses, if Kamzat loses ever, how do you think? Uh-huh. Do you think it's a decision or do you think he gets caught? No, I, I think, think he gets he, caught. I think he gets caught also. Yeah. Probably knocked out too, like KO'd. It happened to Makachev. Yep. Yeah, it did. It definitely did. Uh, I also heard a whisper that he couldn't go up and fight Stylebender. Oh man, if he if he that would be pretty interesting if he like now, challenged for two belts. I think that Stylebender has no trouble with him. Mm-hmm. But you know today. Yeah. Two years from now, who knows? But today I, I don't see I'm there. I think the only guy that can beat him who is not physically bigger than him, as we saw with with Jan, is is maybe Kamaro. Yeah. And they'll never fight, so we'll never know. Yep. Damn the world. Yeah. You know, I uh wasn't excited or happy. I don't know how I felt when Chan Sung Jung was announced to be the replacement. Yeah. Uh, for it was Holloway, correct? I believe it was so. the trilogy fight. I think. And so. then it was something else. And then it was this. Yeah. Maybe. Um, was it Yair? Uh, Yair was going to fight Max. That's right. Uh, yeah. Shit. So, regardless of all of that, the zombie does not seem to have a chance in this fight. <laughs> To me, I I don't see it. <laughs> um, again, what's crazy is oh no, Volkanovski is a bigger favorite than Chimaev. Okay, um, but not much. Only 125. Um, I mean that Burns Korean Zombie parlay is is a little is a little enticing, but oh, my. I, I just don't know. I just don't know. I think uh, 25 minute, 25 minutes. I, I don't think this one's going to end early. If it does, okay. I think Alexander puts zombie out mm-hmm. um, probably with some spinning shit. Uh, but uh, I think it's going to be 25 minutes of wrestling and uh, well, distance maintenance. All of the advanced stats favor Volkanovski mm-hmm. uh, pretty comfortably, actually. I guess Korean Zombie has a slightly better takedown accuracy in defense. Um, yeah, but if T-City can't submit him. Twice, by twice. the way. Twice. <laughs> uh, I don't see Kozo having any luck. Yeah. What? No, I agree. Now tell me. And and people have beat this to death. If you're Brian Ortega, right? You you lost to Max Holloway, kind of fantastically lost to him. Um, but you've beaten some real guys. Moicano, Cub Swanson, Frankie Edgar, 
again, the loss to Holloway, then you beat Korean Zombie, and then you you fight Volkanovski, and I mean, he had him twice. He had him <laughs> twice. It, it's just, yeah, Ugh, it's so tough. I, we're big Brian Ortega fans here at the Pretty Neat Podcast, but I, I don't, I don't know if he can't do it. Korean Zombie's not going to do it. No. Hmm. Meh. That's like that's two seventy three. That's in a couple of weeks. Yeah, so we'll April ninth. Break. Well, good, nice. We'll have a break in the. Oh, I'm going to see Lion King on Broadway that day. Oh, like in New York? Uh, no, in Texas. Here. Okay. Yeah. Whoa, you got more ink. Oh yeah, this arm is starting to be. It's almost done. Oh my. See. Yeah, it's almost Man, done. Fucking fantastic. You saw the portrait, right? I can't, how's that? That's yeah. upside down. I think the rest of it is new since you've seen it. Yeah. 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 Sweet work on your elbows, just yeah. like Molly McMahon. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. That really, really good set of fights. Yeah. I think Bellator has something coming up too. Um, yeah. McKee and Pitbull. Yes. That one's yeah. coming up, but it's actually after 273. Mm-hmm. So. Nice, since Cyborg's going to beat up some poor woman. Yep. Check Congo's son. Is it PFL? What What is after 273? Ooh. Vicente Luque and Bala Muhammad, is that that? The week after? Yeah, and Vittori's going to fight. Um... Oh, boy, shit. Marvin Vittori's on that card? No, nah, he's going to fight. Uh, he's coming up though soon, too. Yeah, yeah. And then America's favorite professional athlete, Chris Barnett, is on that card on April 16th. Mm. Lemus and uh, Jessica Andrade. Okay. Uh, friend of the show, Tanner Bozier, coming up on, that's April 23rd. Uh, but May 7th, let's be real. Uh, April 30th, Rob Font, Cheeto Vera. That's a fun one. Yep, definitely. Uh, Darren the Damage Elkins also on that card. And then May 7th is uh, just <laughs> another banger. Just a just a super banger. And what sucks is I'm going to be in Phoenix literally a month later. Oh, man. Yeah. That's a shame. Yeah, Matt Schnell, Brandon Royville. That's if all these fights go, right? Chaos Williams back in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we're getting Cowboy, Rua uh, with OSP, Tony Ferguson, Michael Chandler. Super excited for that. Carlos Esparza is getting Rose Namajunas again. And then uh, Charlie Olives and Justin Gaethje. Man, how interesting would it be if Gaethje wins? Right? I, I You know what? Uh, I think there's a good chance that both titles change hands. Really? I don't think yeah. Rose loses. Uh, it depends, actually. Well, I was thinking about this one a lot because... I see Carla's grappling and her, her ground game is, has immensely improved. I mean, it's insane. Sure. And that's how she beat Rose the first time Mm -hmm. when they fought for the initial inaugural belt. And um, Rose has improved in a lot of other places though. As always with her, it's going to be up here, right? Yeah. It's, going to be in the rose dome yeah which is a very different place than the dom dome i want to be clear 
Yes. Um, again, that's if all these fights go, but it, you know, um, it seems likely we'll get those main three. What do you have for Chandler Ferguson? Oh boy. Everything in my body says Chandler. Okay. I'm just going to stick with that. Okay. I, I haven't seen, there's nothing in the last year, year and a half, two years from Tony that says yeah. he can beat Chandler to me. No, I agree. I actually think that the um, Cerrone Lozon fight is going to be really fun. Cause I mean, okay. Joe, Lo- Joe Lozon, I mean, talk about just another guy like Jim Miller and Donald Cerrone himself just been around for so fucking long. And uh, cause I think Lozon was on season two or three of the ultimate fighter. Oh, Shit. wow. Um, incredible jujitsu though. Uh, I think that if this stays standing, Cerrone's got a good chance, but I don't think it's going to. I think Lozon will take that by sub somehow. Okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's a good card. Really good card. Uh, it's let's let's be. hope they all stay healthy and can get in there for sure. <laughs> yeah. I think. Uh, yeah, I, I man, I, I Oliveira and Gaethje is interesting, and and honestly, what I was gonna say about Chandler and and Tony Ferguson, Chandler has lost two fights in a row, but as I have made note many times as a Michael Chandler fanboy, he very nearly beat Charles Oliveira. Let's yeah. not forget that was very nearly a win. Yep. Um, and I mean, yeah, Gaethje won the second fight, but Chandler didn't exactly lose. No. So. He doesn't walk out of there with his stock dropping too much. So he's a he's a different one and two than you typically see. Um, I think Chandler's wrestling is good enough that that Tony's going to have trouble with him. Mm-hmm. And and Tony again, all due respect. Uh, what he's doing doesn't work. What he's doing has stopped working. Yeah, like Sam uh, said, he got figured out. Right. Yes. Ex- exactly. Gaethje, Oliveira, Dariush, that that kind of same caliber of guy as yeah. Michael Chandler. Even if Chandler is, you know, a step behind all three of them, maybe I think Chandler has a real good shot at Dariush. That's not really important. Um, <laughs> it's going to be fun either way because it is Tony. I just, yeah, that weird stuff just doesn't it doesn't work always, and and for him. You know, this this is kind of it's like with any sport, right? If you lose two miles an hour off your fastball, even one mile an hour off your fastball, if in basketball your first step or your head fake is a is a hair slower in football, if you're the quarterback and you make the read a millisecond too late, it changes so many things when the raise when the the margins are razor thin. Um and and for Tony, I don't know. Hey. There's other organizations out there now. I see a very good future for him in BKFC. Maybe. I hope not. I, I hope he, you know, maybe he wins and, and the conversation changes. But if he loses, you know, just open some jujitsu boxes and <laughs> do that. You know, El Kukui Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah. Right. You'll sell 150 paid subscriptions every month. You make plenty of money. He he's still very popular, especially in Southern California. You know, mm-hmm. 
cash in on that. But that's not how he's wired because he's Tony Ferguson and I'm just a guy talking into this microphone. So yeah. Easy for me to say. That's exactly what the pretty neat podcast is for. That's right. Talking into microphones. Yeah. Well, it's our shows. It's our show, not his. That's right. Although if he wants to come on, we'll have him. Absolutely. In fact, if anyone we've talked about wants to come on, we'll have you. And we will change our opinion on you. And if you want to come on, let us know and we'll talk about you. So you that's right. (laughs) That's right. Now, granted, there's a curse, but that is true. Oh, yeah, only, one... only the real pretty neat podcast fans know what the curse is, but mm-hmm. only the fellowship one might oh, say. The, that's right. <laughs> wow. The fellowship indeed. Wow. That's pretty neat. I respect your distance. Do you have a, a pretty neat but I respect your distance award to give out? You know what? I originally did, but I'm going to let you pick yours. No, I want to hear yours. Uh, mine was Patty Pimblett's hair conditioner. Okay. Uh, for obvious reasons, uh, where he gets the bounce like that, I'm assuming herbal essences, since he's English. Uh, but I respect Patty distance. Uh, for Patty Pimblett's uh hair's distance, um, quite a bit. Okay. I was thinking about giving it out to the city of London, but you know, oh. fuck them. Great crowd. Um, good crowd at the O2 there. Uh, they're also responsible for Ed Sheeran, though, so I can't, you know, <sighs> not that excited about it. Uh, my pretty neat, but I respect your distance award goes to Tom Aspinall. Good looking guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like a kind of a bigger guy that moves like he does, and I am now much more excited about his future than i was before is he the reincarnation of frank Mir? though i have i don't i feel like i have heard that <laughs> comparison before is that a is that a aaron just, original or just looks like him that's all i'm the yeah. commentators probably said it maybe a little bit i think he is um man he's a he's a a prospect for sure with with an exciting future i think i love it i think so too he's gonna he's gonna provide for some pretty neat content over i hope next. he does and he we could see him very soon maybe in july right at international fight week he took no damage in that fight so yeah he should be good to go um also i'll give out a just a, a sort of the silver medal to paul craig's jiu-jitsu oh my and the bronze medal to molly mccann's elbow Again, tone it down on the, the the celebrating there. You you knocked out literally a no-name that they put in there for you to knock out. Mm-hmm. But you still did it. Yeah. And it made that crowd fucking roar. Sure did. Yeah. Roared loud enough to have Katy Perry hear it. <laughs> <sighs> I love seeing the disappointment on your face and hearing it in the silence of the podcast. <laughs> No, we can't do a roar joke. Katy Perry? No. It's, it's, is it not Katy Perry? Is that no, why it is? It okay. is. Yeah. Uh, she was married to Russell Brand. He's English. Hey, that brings us back to UFC Fight Night London. That's a that's a professional connection, folks. Yeah. Uh, you know, whatever. Uh, for Katy Perry, I 
She should date Tom Aspinall. How about that? I'm pretty sure she's with Orlando Bloom, who, if I'm not mistaken, is also British. Is that right? Oh, I'm probably. I'm going to guess so. Yeah. Yeah, he's from Canterbury. Of course he is. That fuck. <laughs> um, I mean, what in the world? Okay. Canterbury, England, we're supposed to take you seriously? Get the fuck out of here. Isn't that like the Canterbury Tales? Uh, yeah. Can- Canterbury Bunny? Yeah, he, and no. <laughs> He's a good-looking dude, I'll say that. Orlando Bloom? Yeah. If Legolas was an MMA fighter. Uh, Stylebender, for sure. Yeah. They're both from New Zealand. Yeah. Te- technically. Uh, it seems like Stylebender's weapon of choice would be bow and arrow. I don't think you're wrong. How old is Orlando Bloom? Well, he's 45. Okay. Okay. Doesn't surprise me. If Israel Anasanya was was like that, he could I could see him being uh graceful enough to walk atop the snow. He would he wouldn't even sink in. Listen to this. This is what <laughs> this is what comes up when you Google Orlando Bloom. No, this is Bing. Sorry. On the right-hand side, they have quotes and like like a word cloud, you know, large text. Uh, <laughs> Orlando Bloom Networth is the most famous person today who has a lot of fame. When one wants to know about his net worth, he would say that he makes a lot of money from acting and other works. And the name of this episode, the most famous person today who has a lot of fame. You're welcome, America. Uh, Orlando Bloom, 2024. Orlando Bloom, come on the Pretty Neat Podcast. <laughs> I fucking love that shit. And with that, Orlando Bloom, 2024. <laughs> hey, you know why I love MMA so much? That is 100% true, but it also doesn't bring them together. It, it, you know what? <laughs> Violence really does.